2: Here we go, here we go,
1: here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flag Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow pow pow.
2: I am Sam Nifty Delaney, so what?
1: Merry Christmas! From Roy, the Rovers and the Melchester Odyssey. We are looking at the issue that is in my left hand, 24th of December, 1983... Um, Roy of the Rovers, and across the words Roy of the Rovers, across the top of the page, uh, is some snow. Lovely. Uh, to demonstrate that it is Christmas, even though it rarely snows at Christmas. But, you know, we we live in hope, don't we? We always mm-hmm. live in hope of a white Christmas.
2: I remember, the, uh, I'm sure I remember one in the 80s.
1: It's been a couple, I think. Yeah. It's been a couple, but very rare. Um, the weathermen always kind of... There'll be a story in the Daily Express, won't there? Probably early November. Yeah. Um, high hopes for a white Christmas. And then the bookies will start fucking announcing their odds and all that kind of thing. Do
2: you think they go that berserk about shit like that in other countries? Like they devote that amount of media like coverage. France, for example. It will snuff on the front page. We are we are speaking to the, the the bookmakers, and they are saying that perhaps there will be snow in parts of France this Christmas. But
1: we are looking at the uh, statistics, and it suggests that it will probably not snow, <laughs> as it never has for forty-three
2: but years. Nevertheless, the speculation is fun in itself, mon ami. <laughs> I think that the I French mean, are thinking sure. they're thinking about. Yeah fucking shagging Their dinner they're thinking about shagging right and they're thinking about the great fucking philosophical conundrums that have tormented civilization mm. from the fucking days of Plato and Socrates as, right
1: as every other day of the year right yeah. that is
2: what they're fucking thinking about 24 yeah. 7 those cunts and they look at us the old roast beefs across the fucking mm. water and they think this was beefs they think about their economy it is how you say, fucked in the ass and they let these men in crown with the gold jewels, govern over them with no election and yet all they think about is the weather and what is going to eat from Greg's, the baker that they love so much
1: dirty, dirty, greasy food Greasy,
2: horrible Horrible. the roll de saucisson sausage roll but they never think of anything else. Their newspapers, they are not filled with the injustices of mankind. They are filled only with, perhaps it will snow at Christmas, no? Do they not look
1: at the statistics? Of course it will not snow. It never snows at Christmas. My friend. What is wrong pe- with them?
2: Perhaps it snow, perhaps not. <laughs> but tomorrow you wake up and you're still a human being. So, perhaps <laughs> you think you less up- about the snow. And more about life.
1: Concentrate less on the snow and the, the sausage roll you have with the pig's ass It's some kind
2: of greasy flute. Think more about putting your sausage roll in your woman's greasy flute. Then perhaps oh, you will live a more pleasurable life, oh, Ross Beef. In the
1: in the case of our fine president is side is teacher from school. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I hear that Prime Minister of yours trust She like to have it off with the Chancellor, yeah. I heard that. <laughs> I like more that. Like it. <laughs> that's that's more French.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's been rude about our Macron, but I feel as though she's let's see, cut from the same cloth. Yes. Yeah.
2: Oui. We are you saying English? Cut from the same cloth. <laughs> Uh, I don't I don't mind admitting it. I wish I was fucking French. I mean it, it wouldn't be top good. of my list Didn't of like other that. things to be. It wouldn't be hmm. to, if I could choose another nationality. France wouldn't be top, but it would be certainly above fucking
1: English. Definitely. Um what was it? But yeah, I mean, yeah, the white Christmas thing. You don't want fucking snow on Christmas day. Snow clogs up the roads and the travel network. And you're going to be driving around to people's houses. I don't, houses, aren't you? I don't like the thing is stuff.
2: your family are all travelling around on Christmas day a lot of them and I do not want black ice because exactly. it's lethal. And you, the last Fuck thing you white need Christmas. is a car accident on Christmas day. Well, your dad was an AA repair man. Did he have to work yeah. Christmas day sometimes?
1: i not figured out with I think mm. it was voluntarily. Right. Um, I don't remember very many that he did. You he prob-
2: did probably got double babble if you did.
1: Oh, yeah, big money. Mm. Yeah, pay for the Christmas present, wouldn't it? Um, so Roy the Rovers is there. It, 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 it was a snow across the top of the letters. Um, and on the front cover, we have the slightly sinister looking uh, Roy Race in human form. It's Which so. You very rarely see. It's so.
2: Do you know what it reminds me of a little? It reminds me of when I saw <laughs> Lenin's entombed body in ah, in Leningrad yeah. we'll that time. That yeah, yeah, and and who was it? I've, I've been meaning to go and see Jeremy Bentham since you discovered that you could go and look at him dead. <laughs> I'm definitely yeah. going to actually you should if, uh, well if there yeah, there's no you're coming next time you're going to be in London It's a live show in November I'd quite like to go mm. there with you so alright we'll do that I might, I might yeah. wait and meet you there and then we can sort of film it if you're allowed I don't know
1: well I don't know we'll find out we'll try yeah. and get a special dispensation we'll try to see if we can touch it <laughs> oh yeah touch his head now you're talking
2: hello we're from a <laughs> podcast we've come here to <laughs> touch Jeremy Bentham's head is that allowed <laughs> Like I say, we are from a podcast. Does that it's make legitimate. a difference? I'll show you the link. <laughs> it's real. Or oh, Spotify and It's, everything. it's on Apple, they're not.
1: <laughs> Episode titled Touchy Jeremy Benton's Head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I get what you're saying. It I officially you're just doing your job, mate. I know officially yeah. we're not allowed to touch it but how's about I slip this little 20 pound note nice you, in you your top a drink. pocket you can get, get your, it for you you get yourself a drink and perhaps you'll have to go outside for a minute to look into something and you just leave us alone for 5 minutes just to have a quick touch of his head and when you come back you don't know what's happened happening and we leave and everyone's happy everything's intact Everyone's no uh, got hurt. Jeremy's not, still we're, we're not exactly try. like he was. It's not like we're going to try and fuck him, mate. We just want to touch his head, see what it feels like. Y-
1: you are? What? what kind of podcast? It's a football podcast, actually. <laughs> it's a football
2: podcast, yeah. No, 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 don't, 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 don't worry about it. You don't worry about the podcast. It's about football. <laughs> but suffice to say, we found ourselves in a situation where we deem it necessary <laughs> to touch the head of this long since dead economist.
1: It's all. If anything, it's a compulsion. It's an itch we need to scratch.
2: <laughs> I can tell you, if Come we don't fix this today, we will be back because that's what we like. We're like a dog with a bowl with things like this.
1: <laughs> all right, mate. Twenty-five.
2: Final <laughs> offer. Come on, don't mug yourself off. What's it going to cost you in the day? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know, I know you got a job to do, right? I've worked security myself. What's that? You're not security, you're a professor of economics. Well, whatever you call yourself. That's, that don't matter. 25 quid's 25 quid. There's a cost of living crisis on out there, right? I'm sure it's in the professor game as much as it's in the podcasting game.
1: Oh, God. Um. Yeah. So, so Roy Race there reminds you of... Uh, what did you say Jeremy Bentham? No,
2: dead Lenin. <laughs> Dead Lennon he did yeah, because you see what I mean it, it's like he's been taxidermied he's sort of like Ugh, it's like he's been you know I mean, me- remembering yeah. dad's army when they need to look younger because they're going to be they think they're going to lose their jobs because they're too <laughs> yeah. old and so Fraser uses his undertaker skills to embalm them with death <laughs> makeup that's like one of my favourite episodes and Roy looks a little bit like this
1: uh, the, the the sinister thing is that the human body is there and uh, yeah, it's a, so a, weird. A, a tight light blue t-shirt and uh, tracksuit bottoms pulled up tracksuit bottoms right pulled, up pulled right,
2: pulled right up PE <clears throat> um, teacher style
1: it just looks completely wrong um, it's an it's an improvement on the past where they've used like a cardboard cutout of a a full drawn rod they
2: never quite got have worked out how they've never got their head round about how to bring Roy to life with a human, Because it
1: shouldn't be done, basically. <laughs> Just don't That's bother fucking... doing it.
2: But they're like, we have to.
1: But I <laughs> don't.
2: think you don't have to. We have to, it's Christmas. you got to have real life Roy at Christmas. It's tradition. Well, don't, it shouldn't be a tradition. We got Sharon Davies, we've already booked her. We've sent a taxi and everything. This is setting us back a couple of hundred quid at 1983 prices as well, by the way.
1: I want to know who the fella is then who's Roy
2: well oh he's, man it gets, he, it he's gets a, worse he, he's got a good figure
1: Jesus Christ it gets worse um, so Sharon Davies is there as you Did, said
2: didn't Andy Gray go out or marry Sharon Davies at one point
1: I don't remember that um, I can have a look on Sharon's Wikipedia page um, Sharon Davies born 1962 which makes her 59 years of age. Mm. Um, scroll down to the personal section. <laughs> she lived with and was engaged to Neil Adams, Olympic and world champion judoist. Um, uh, she then married.
2: Yeah, go on. What? Go on, yeah. go.
1: She, she, she then married gym manager Sir John Crisp, the inventor of the Crisp, <laughs> uh, in 1987. They were divorced in 1991. Oh, gosh, you know, I've got a slice of the Crisp money. <laughs> uh, in 92, she met athlete Derek Redmond at the Barcelona Olympics. In 94, they were married in Northampton and had two children. They divorced in 2000. Her third marriage was to British Airways pilot Tony Kingston. He, uh, uh, they were married in 2002. Uh, it then turned out he was a fraudster who was actually working in a tie shop at the airport. No, no, that's Coronation Street. <laughs> yes. that, was, that was John Lindley or someone right. uh, who was married to Deidre. Sorry. Um, so then, um, what happened? Um, th- th- she gave birth to a child in 2007. They split up in 2009. Uh, Davies is a supporter of the Conservative
2: Party. Oh. No wonder her marriages kept breaking down. It's probably because of her toxic opinions. Um, yeah, probably. Uh, do you, so, okay, so who am I thinking of? Because it's like I get Suzanne Dando, Sharon Davis, and someone else muddled up and it must be the someone else that was dating Andy Gray right. for a while
1: um, was Who another um,
2: 80s blonde Olympian not Steve Crown
1: fuck I don't know um, I'm trying to find out on Andy Gray's page I've just got through to the page where it just tells you um, how much he's worth Andy Gray doesn't have a girlfriend at the moment apparently No Don't know Doesn't don't know, s- Nothing Isn't that worth, is worth Between a hundred Thousand dollars And a million dollars I'd have thought He'd have Squirreled more Away than that Journey's well, at Sky
2: Yeah
1: mm, Never mind Sky The, the big life.
2: money He's been making He's at his richest Now Because he's getting The big money Out there in the Middle East mate. Tax free Yeah Tax free That is pocket change What he was getting When he was at Sky In comparison to What he's on now <clears throat>
1: Andy Gray has been married to Rachel Lewis, a former model, who was previously married to his longtime agent and friend, Michael Lewis. (laughs) Right. Um, They've been married since 2012. Former agent, I guess. Uh, Gray has fathered five children with four women. Uh, His two ex-wives, Vanessa Taylor and Jacqueline Cherry, and two former girlfriends, Sarah Matthews and Janet Trigg. None of them are familiar to us as famous athletes, so I don't know.
2: The look on his face. Are you reading this Daily Mail um, article about him? His attitude when he was suspended would have been, ah, well, may as well go down the pub.
1: (laughs) Isn't that where they did some videos from? They did some videos from a park, didn't they, him and Richard Keyes? They started vlogging from a park. Well, Richard Keyes does a
2: sort of a blog. And, like, he's out there in the Middle East. And from what I understand, they're having a very good lifestyle because they're being paid a lot and, okay, you know. yeah. In many ways, like, they were scandalised, fine. They had to leave. But now they're sort of retired in the desert and they're having a fucking high old time of it, right? Yeah. Oh, hang on. I've just discovered he had a six-year relationship with Suzanne Dando when she there joined Sky. Is. Yeah. There okay. Is. Okay. Well done, Andy. And well done, Sam. But um <laughs> but the uh they they got this money, fine, put it all behind you, fuck it, you disappeared to the desert now, like you got scandalized, you were rightly fucking hounded out, you were toxic, but you've learnt your lessons. But Richard Keys can't stop writing and tweeting the most bitter and angry mad shit at people. Unbelievable, yeah. like really mean. Like, he had a massive go recently at Gabby Agbonglahor. It's like, mate, come on. What's Gabby Agbonglahor done to anyone?
1: Well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) There's obviously something that's gone on between them.
2: Oh, but it's everyone, mate. He's, like, sending stuff non-fucking-stop. He thinks everyone's a cunt. And you just think, eh, come on, Geezy. Enjoy your wealth in the desert. Mm.
1: Like a big, fat sultan. I mean, that fellow's gone to prison last week for trolling loads of oh, media yeah. figures. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, how, how far... Where's the line in what Richard Keyes does? Well, the,
2: the media is full of people who are... Who would certainly, you know... Deranged and get, Yeah, they they would get... They would test positive on the famous psychopath test. Yeah. I mean, fuck me, I've worked with plenty of them. I'm sure you have too. Yeah. There are mad, fucking, bitter, jealous, angry, wildly competitive, narcissists at every level. It's not. It's mm. not a good. Um, it's, it's not a good, like, play. But uh, you know, I'm not saying any other industry is different. But I do think that in the media, there are bigger egos because, by definition, people are going into the media because they kind of want a bit of attention to some degree. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean I don't know about you, Andy, but I've always loved a bit of attention. <laughs> I'm
1: fucking
2: I like gone. it. There's nothing wrong with it. I like it, but then
1: sometimes it goes too far and it makes me feel sad. It's, it's alright, but I'm not I don't fucking live for it.
2: No, you don't that really way. like you're you're a bit more you you've got your feet on the ground, mate. You you don't you're not too bothered about attention. i never which is wanted a, to be a performer. A, I know, yeah. You're not you're you've got a healthy attitude towards it, but you know, I'm um, I'm the sort of cunt who, as soon as I get a laugh, I'll like let's see, I'll warm to it too quickly and pull my pants down. Yeah, and then, life shows. and then whenever <laughs> live shows in November, everyone laughs at me for having my pants down. I'll run away. Ah, oh, my everyone being so mean? <laughs> I was only pulling my pants down to make them happy, but now they're all taking the Mickey out of me. <laughs> I never want to show off ever again in my life. <laughs> and then, like five minutes later, I'm showing off again.
1: fucking hell
2: yeah you're like you've got a help me take it or leave it attitude that's why you're sane
1: that's why this partnership works i think (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) imagine two sams or two andys (laughs) yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah. no it's true Uh, i mean fucking hell i mean you know apart from anything else he's like i always want to run out of the live shows and give everyone a nice cuddle and you're like no sam don't do that. You remember what happened last time? You accidentally ended up talking to a really boring man and got sad about it. <laughs> uh, don't,
1: name, don't name any cities. No. Um. Right, it's, what are we doing? Are we, there's two choices here. So we've got Sharon Davies on the front cover anyway, and she's got a Santa suit on, and she's got a big rosette on, and we can't see... Oh, it says Melchester Rovers. Um, and she's got a Santa's beard that she just seems to have just revealed as if to say, ho-ho, it's me, Sharon Davies.
0: Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. Jalapeño
1: It says in the yellow square At the bottom of the page Two super sports stars Team up At the Holiday Inn Marble Arch They've obviously Insisted on that being As part of the copy <laughs> i got, I got paid for that <laughs> <laughs> to wish you a very Merry Christmas on the left Roy Race player manager of Mighty Melchester Rovers and his lovely companion former swim champion and now (laughs) TV personality Sharon Davies lovely
2: companion is such an 80s phrase isn't it
1: Penny's looking at this going what what the fuck
2: he's got what about and we went through this last Christmas now you've got another lovely
1: companion why are you, lovely companion?
2: <laughs> Shut up, Pen, it's Christmas. The usual rules don't apply.
1: So, now we've got two choices because there's two options here. We've got the two-page, slightly reduced, Malchester, uh, Roy the Rovers regular cartoon. Mm. Or we've got the three-page Christmas story, which is called In at the Deep End, a Roy of the Rovers Christmas production. Which one do you want to look at?
2: <laughs> I want to do In at the Deep End.
1: <laughs> of course you fucking do. So... Have you got the source material? Oh, there hang in on a minute,
2: though. Oh, I I don't want to jump the gun, but fucking hell, you know we've been saying the drawings have been going downhill, right? Yeah. Just just scroll down to the bottom of the main story where it's Roy and the family gathered around the Christmas tree, <laughs> uh, and look at look <laughs> at Penny's face. Oh God! What the fuck oh, has God. happened to Penny? It's <clears> like she's <throat> become addicted to meth. Like, when, like, like, we saw her and, she, you know, for years she, she was absolutely gorgeous, right, in every way. And, like, recently we've noticed that she's made a few weird changes to her hairstyle, but we have to remember yeah. the times. It was the 80s. Now, yeah. Skew has stopped bothering to even give her normal facial features. She's just all blurry and weird, and she's got a weird spiky hairdo. It's almost like he hates her. It's like he hates her. It's like he's gone, like... He's turned like into some sort of psycho serial killer.
1: Maybe he was basing the, the character of Penny on a woman who he was in love with, and she's jilted him, and now he's taking it out on mm. the uh, <clears throat> on the character in this and the way he draws and portrays her. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what we should do. I think we should. Um, I don't know.
2: <laughs> oh well, my god!
1: Have let's you just lead
2: in at the deep end
1: all right here we go so in at the deep end and not only is sharon davies in it it's also got neil adams previously mentioned judo champion who was sharon davies's fella at the time well then so we've got some kind of love triangle Twice the reason yeah in in the holiday inn uh marble arch
0: so there
2: we go you know he reminds me of here roy race this weird Mm. fucking human embodiment of, of roy race yeah in the second panel where he's going do you think i could have your autograph he yeah. looks like Martin Fry from ABC. He
1: does <laughs> a bit, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he, he, where is he? He's next to a swimming pool. Um, and It's um, fucking so weird. They're in a they've, swimming they've,
2: pool, but there's Christmas cards on the wall in the swimming pool. There's like Christmas yeah. decorations with Christmas cards. And, That's where they took the cover shot. And fucking Sharon Davis is there, but she's wearing a Santa Claus fucking dressing gown with a rosette on it, and he's dressed mm. in a tracksuit. The whole thing is a conceptual nightmare.
1: Well, um, so they've done the photo shoot, basically, and they're just saying goodbye, and he says, uh, I'm sure that's made a great photo, Sharon. Uh, thanks for helping us make sure that Royal the Rovers magazine... As another attractive Christmas cover. Isn't it a comic? No, it's a magazine.
2: Oh, rather So true. It's like a fashion mag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Vogue or one of them. But for, for kids. <laughs> Kiddie Vogue, Sharon that's says, what we call it.
1: Sharon says, I enjoy posing with such a famous footballer.
2: Yeah.
1: Roy gets a bit <laughs> tongue-tied. And he says, do do, do do you think I could have your autograph, please? Not for me, you understand, but for the twins. Yeah. Rude, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, just say it's for you, you prick. <laughs> she says, a pleasure. Uh, so she's signed an autograph. Um, oh, it goes across the top of the next page. Pi- no, what? Yeah, it goes across the top of the next page now. It goes from left to right across the double spread. So you, you've, mm. I've sent you the pictures. You'll have to look at the top of the second
2: Oh, yeah, one. I see.
1: Uh, Roy had been too close to the pool's edge. So she's signing the autograph and he falls fucking ass backwards into the water. This silly cat. Fucking idiot. Uh, ah! He says. Oh. <laughs> uh, whats he, He's got the autograph book in his hand still. You've got to get a new one of them. Uh, so he's bobbing about in the water. It was unfortunate that as he fell in, Roy struck his head on the pool steps below the water. Oh, he this was is dazed. this is
2: unfortunate.
1: I can't. Well, I can't see any pool steps anywhere.
2: I bash my fucking head in here. This is very unfortunate. It's the last <laughs> I'm thing I'm dying. Shower down this I am drowning. Help me for fuck's sake!
1: <laughs> Celebrity <laughs> death. <laughs> uh, and it says, back onto the first page, it was unfortunate that... It was fortunate, rather, that Sharon Davies was on hand and underneath the Santa suit, she's wearing a very tight-fitting swimming costume. It's almost like a second skin. <laughs> um, <laughs> bright red. Uh, very fetching. And she immediately jumps in. There's a nice picture of her diving into the water straight as an arrow. Mm. I won't go into too much detail, but it's a very agreeable photograph. Sharon to the rescue, it says. And there we see her rescuing this half-man, half-cartoon. He's <laughs> <It's> unconscious.
2: <laughs> thinking to herself, I've got to fucking speak to my agent. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck have I ended up doing this? She's
1: probably thinking, I'm glad I got my boyfriend involved in this. <laughs> not at least as a chaperone. This is mental. <laughs> uh, Roy comes round, he's going, what What happened? Sharon says, it's all right, Roy, you're safe now. (laughs) Uh, Roy is now sitting on a wooden bench at the side of the pool. He's drenched, so obviously his hair has been drawn as drenched now. (laughs) Uh, The rest of his clothes are wet. Fifteen minutes later, Roy had completely recovered. Uh, He says, Sharon, what can I say except thanks? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sharon says, think nothing of it. Just send me two tickets for Melchester's next home game. That's, that's mm, weird, because that doesn't not thinking exist in the it, human realm.
2: Mm.
1: Well, yeah, she hasn't asked for VIP or anything, but I mean, how is, how is human sharing? Sure Make sure they're gonna... in
2: the executive suite with full buffet privileges. <laughs> and just remember, if it wasn't for me, your lungs would be full of fucking water and chlorine now, and you would
1: be <laughs> dead. <laughs> and Rob, Rob, Rob Richards would be playing up front instead of you forever so think on uh, executive lounge don't forget uh i'll be expecting to get in at least three hours before kickoff as well take full advantage uh a voice from off camera says it's Roy of the rovers and the voice comes from none other than neil adams former uh world light middleweight judo champion do you remember neil adams vaguely yeah very vaguely uh was never really into watching judo and he says, Sharon told me you'd be here today. How are the old reactions slowing down at your age?
2: Fuck off, cunt.
1: Who the fuck are you?
2: <laughs> I'm Neil Adams, judo show. Oh, fucking <laughs> are you? And what are you doing here? She's my bud. What? I bought you a single, you bitch. <laughs> what the fuck's happening? Good. I didn't so- even fancy you anyway.
1: Anyway, um, what do you want, judo boy?
2: <laughs>
1: judo fucking so, Jane. So, Roy does a fucking incredible power play at this point. There's a football <laughs> next to the swimming pool for some reason. And he kicks it at him. Uh, so, he said... Adams has said, how are, you, how are the old reactions? Slow down He's taking at your the age?" Piss. And he boots the ball at him. Have and that, he, comp- says, <laughs> he says, what do you think?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh... This, this is a real, thing. this is a real fucking ego clash. This, isn't it?
1: Isn't it, but between we no, it two two,
2: two alphas,
1: it gets better. Uh, Adams dives to the side and catches the ball, Oh, well, it goes past him. Oh well, to catch it, wouldn't to go in the pool? It goes. I thought he, the I thought he was
2: going in for a minute.
1: Looks like it. Um, so Adams says, "Okay, so you can beat me at football. Ever tried judo?" Roy says, I reckon I can defend myself.
2: <laughs> Put it that way.
1: It's like, you want to fight or what?
2: Yeah. Will you fight me? Yes. <laughs>
1: right, and it says, uh, within a few minutes, the Neil Adams judo demonstration was about to begin. Sam, tell the listeners what you can see in the next picture.
2: Roy has become topless. <laughs> and Neil is also topless. <laughs> And Sharon is just in the background with a hand on her head, looking at them both as if saying, "What the fuck is happening here? What is this mad fucking Greco-Roman homoerotic display that is unfolding before me with this cartoon man and my judo boyfriend?"
1: <laughs> um, and Sharon says, "Go easy on him, Neil. He's got a game on Saturday." <laughs> I'm going along for the buffet. <laughs> I
2: got you a ticket as well.
1: Yeah, Royce, you fucking what? Uh, <laughs> you what? taking him? You didn't tell me you're
2: taking him. I thought you were bringing a mate for Blackie. <laughs> Fuck me! I wish I'd never turned up to this weird Christmasy swimming pool event. <laughs> I nearly died. Then I get mugged <laughs> off by the swimmer. I <laughs> know my boyfriend's about to try and judo me. <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. And I've given away two fucking <clears throat> tickets.
1: Oh god. Um Ed uh, says, don't worry, I'll keep my feet. So, so then we go over to the, the back page of this legendary issue. Once again. Once again. Uh Neil Adams says, "What a bet!" And Neil Adams looks like he's wearing his street trousers. Yeah, he's not even wearing. He's, he's got, got a, a leather. On, he's he? got
2: a leather belt yeah. on. and everything, he
1: turned up with his shirt and trousers, shirt and slacks on. Roy's got his track tracksuit bottoms on, both topless still. Uh, Neil is kind of pulling Roy onto his back. He's about to pin him down, flip him over, and pin him pin him down. What a bet he says. Roy goes, "Ah!" And uh, Sharon Davies has got. Uh, hands on each of her cheeks as if to say oh no men please please stop fighting mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. um fucking hell this is incredible and then in the next panel roy is down on his knees um and roy is sorry neil adams has got his arm uh it's got him in a some kind of clinch uh sharon is bending over and staring at what's going on roy- Roy looks increasingly uh, troubled he's going Ey! and then uh, once again Neil's got him pinned down with his leg across Roy's chest and he's got holding his arm Roy's going Unk! it's good to see Roy vulnerable I think
2: yeah it's fucking he wouldn't have liked this this is his worst nightmare come true
1: yeah um, so he's not enjoying it he's getting a good fucking hiding from Neil Adams serves him right really
2: Alright, 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 you can fucking judo me with your stupid fucking judo, would that help you on the street? No it wouldn't, <coughs> if you started trying that with me in the feathers it'd be a different fucking story, for a start I'd have fucking weapons around me, right, can can you judo a pike class, can you judo a horse brass, right, no.
1: You <laughs> Would your judo help you if someone bundled you in the back of a car and drove you off into the woods in the middle of the night? I don't think so. Can you judo a sock full of gravel? <clears throat> Can you judo
2: having a load of acid stuffed in your fucking mouth by a scouser? <laughs> yeah, well, we'll fucking see. A scouser in a balaclava <laughs> uh,
0: we'll in the see. back I'm of a transit.
2: When.
1: I'm not telling you when but it'll happen. Judo that, con. <clears throat> oh. uh, fucking hell. So then it cuts to Roy's uh, house and there's real-life Penny
2: and she with, is without
1: a, without a drawn face,
2: just a it's normal just a, face, an entire woman. She's she's lovely, mate. She is. She looks, she a lot looks younger much than better we than in the and she's got she's got lovely hair, and she's got beautiful eyes, sort of she like has. cat-like eye makeup on.
1: She reminds me a little bit of Kate Bush.
2: Yeah, she's got that kind of vibe.
1: Um, and she's reading a women's magazine by the looks of it. Not copy your the Rovers. Uh, Maybe a knitting magazine or sewing or something like that. Um, She's thinking, it says, Back home in Melchester, Roy's wife Penny was waiting for her husband to return and she's she's imagining last year when Roy got kissed on the cheek by Suzanne Dando. Uh, Yeah, I preferred last year's to this one. (laughs) She's thinking, I suppose he's having a wonderful time, like he did when they took last year's Christmas photos. I don't know where he disappeared to that evening,
2: but he didn't come back. he didn't come back to fucking Christmas Eve. <laughs> and he'd got all his presents from a fucking petrol station.
1: <laughs> so he, she's got, not up, are he got the, the boy one of those fucking smelly things you hang on your fucking rearview mirror. <laughs> I wouldn't have minded,
2: but he fucking ate it. He was sick for three <laughs> straight, days. Straight away, he again.
1: <laughs> Took him a fucking it's, four it's days to shit it out the other end. It's got the vibe of one of those photo stories from Jackie magazine, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, where's my boyfriend? I'm so sad. Um. So, I mean, the furniture looks pretty cheap. It's nothing right home, my bed, is it? You'd expect right to have something classier than that.
2: They fucking shot this in the bloody medical room at IPC Towers. No,
1: I tell you, no, I think it's the
2: Holiday Inn. Oh, yeah. It looks
1: like it's the Holiday Inn. At, um. Where is it? Marble Arch. Because he's coming in through the door. That's a hotel room entrance, that. They've bundled the furniture in through the door, Um, and there he returns, and he's got uh, a bandaged head, and uh, his arms in a sling. Uh, It says when Melchester's player manager did return, she's going. Okay, tell me all about Sharon Davies. (laughs) (laughs) Roy says, "Uh, perhaps I better tell you all about Neil Adams. (laughs) 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 Get in. Uh, I've got my head kicked re-
2: in, Pen. <laughs> I can't fucking sugarcoat it for you. He beat the fuck out of me. He blindsided me with his fucking judo. But let me tell you, Pen, and this is a promise to you now, <clears throat> next time it'll be a different story. I'll be fucking ready for the con.
1: <laughs> Look, I've been in the water. I'd swallowed some of it. My clothes were still wet. I was dazed. No, it wasn't a fair fight.
2: I was disorientated, Pen.
1: <laughs> I think she pushed me in so he could kick my head in. I, I t- think there was a fucking plan
2: I took my top off which I subsequently regretted but once he'd done it I felt I had to so as to show I was not cowed <laughs> by his torso well the,
1: the, they're going to get a shock when they turn up at the fucking uh, executive box on on Saturday 12 o'clock because they're not fucking getting in
2: and if he wants to he wants to have fucking words that's fine because I'll be ready to have some fucking serious words with him <laughs> and i tell you something else pen as well he can bring his fucking dinner too. (laughs) Right, why don't you sit down? Why don't you sit down and have a mince pie and try to relax? Sorry, Ben. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I picked up your Christmas present. Here you go, it's the soap on a rope. I got it from the SO. next to the Holiday Inn. (laughs) I haven't had time to wrap it. (laughs) Season's
1: greetings, love. (laughs) Yeah. right what's so, on the box so there we go uh, it says don't worry readers uh, he'll be fit for Saturday's match I fucking don't think he will looking at him
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, there we are that's this year's Christmas that's almost the Empire Strikes Back of the um, the Christmas stories isn't it Yeah. the Susan Dando one was Star Wars Yeah. this is the Empire Strikes Back this is Rocky 2
2: yeah what's going to happen uh, next year we'll find
1: out what happens next year he's got to come out on top next year hasn't he
2: he's got to yeah I don't know. He's probably gonna like beat up Steve Ovet, <laughs> <laughs> and then so, and then get off with Tessa Sanderson.
1: <laughs> yeah. So there we are. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Banana Rama.
2: <laughs>
1: in, in a static caravan of Banana Rama next year.
2: Uh Stewie. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> I've got a great concept for Christmas '84 issue, but I think we'd better start planning it now because it's going to be a logistical fucking nightmare. It's me <laughs> having a fucking force up with Bananarama, yeah? <laughs> no, the readers will love it. <laughs> I've already worked out which of them is doing what to me. <laughs>
1: In what order? <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Um, the other part of this story and this one we'll do next time, which is the regular either Ro- the Rover story. Thanks very much for listening up. You're having a great Christmas. (laughs) And uh, goodbye. Goodbye.